everybody. Welcome to episode 199 of our Wrestling Gal podcast, providing you with the female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J. As today, I am joined by the notorious angel, Amber Joe. Now let's chat. Hello, everybody. Today I am joined by the notorious angel, Amber Joe. So, how are you doing today? I am in. Do you know, I'm I'm in such a great positive mood. I'm I'm always positive. Definitely have to be, especially in this crazy last year of the world. So I guess in that regard, then how have you managed to stay positive or sane throughout, you know, this crazy last year in the world? I mean, for the past last year in lockdown, I've had several podcast interviews to just mm-hmm. keep me sane and talk about wrestling. And then got back into wrestling when things opened up in the UK. And uh, I'm just glad to be back. And I mean, this year is it's the, it's the Notorious Angels year. I've got several debuts that I am mm-hmm. making. And next month is the biggest match of my career. And yet I'm still so early in, you know, I'm still so early in my career. Now, can you let the listeners in on uh, this biggest match of your career so far? Of course. So November 20th in the UK, um, I am wrestling um, in Immortal Wrestling, who Mm -hmm. are a promotion in Westbury. Now, I'm wrestling none other than Nightshade. I love her. (laughs) I'm wrestling another uh, lady called Bunny Mello Mm -hmm. in a triple threat match. Um, And this is the crown, the first ever Immortal Wrestling Women's Champion. Oh, my God. So not only not only am I their very first transgender woman Mm -hmm. um, to debut in their promotion, um, I am also have a title match in my debut. um, And this will be my fourth match in my career. And. Yeah, and it's on, and the day it's on is Transgender Day of Remembrance. So, oh my God, it's perfect. Maybe, maybe fingers crossed, fingers crossed. I'm gonna win this. Um, it has to happen. It it has to happen. But I am just, I'm, I'm still in shock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what perfect way it's on that day, and also like. You only having your fourth match now. Imagine becoming champion. I don't know too many people who can say that they've already held a championship like into their fourth professional wrestling match. It it, it makes me excited mm-hmm. and it makes me nervous. Um, you know, me and Nightshade we're very good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but she needs to know that when we're in the ring, our friendship's out the window. Oh, of course. You know, um, I tweeted. I tweeted out to her. I, I love my I love my tweets. I love my Twitter. Um, I have said that all three of us ladies, we're going to break, we're going to bleed and we're going to sweat. But at the end of the day, I'm the one that's going to have my hand and title raised. So you never know. know. We never 
We never know. We only have one month. I'm counting down. It's coming up so soon. I can't believe the next month is literally November. And right now we're in spooky season of October. This year has just flown by and the UK uh, has finally opened its gates to professional wrestling after delaying like lockdown after lockdown. And I felt so bad for everybody over there for the longest time. You know, it's it's been great. And I mean, I I make my immortal wrestling debut along mm-hmm. with my best friend. Um you know, and mm-hmm. nothing could be better. And on Halloween, we're making another debut as a tag team. Yes. Um, one, I, I'm not too sure. Um, I think we're one of the first mixed gender tag teams in the UK that make up of a transgender woman and a gay man. Oh, I love that. We're, I'm, I'm really excited. Things are looking up for us. This is my, this is our year. This is your year, and I, I wanted to note, obviously, you said next month will be your fourth professional wrestling match as a whole, but it should be noted that, I mean, obviously, you made your professional debut right before the pandemic in Rev Pro's 2020 Revolution Rumble, where you were eliminated by the queen of the ring in Rev Pro, Zoe Lucas. So do you have any hopes to formally square up with her or perhaps snatch her crown? Oh, um. So at this moment, I'm not wrestling on the Rev Pro. I have taken a step back. Okay. Um, but I would love, love to wrestle Zoe again. Um, you know, I think I've learned a lot from her. She's she's great. Um, and I mean, I I didn't want to leave the company, but it some of the other trainees, um, they were they were a bit of a bully. And they made me feel very, very insecure about myself. Um, so I I took a step back until, you know, and hopefully that I, I will wrestle with Rev Pro on the main shows. Because okay. we all know I'm the, I'm the, I, Zoe Lucas may be the queen of the ring, mm-hmm. but I'm the queen of Brit Ress. Ooh, that's true, though. <laughs> you know, that's I've been true, having though. conversations. I've been having conversations with so many people and they've been following my journey and they said we and they have so many people have said that they've never met someone that's following like they're following and their fan base is growing so fast in a matter of a year. Yeah, I have seen your tweets blow up. I mean, and plus you've gotten responses from the likes of like Mickey James, who is my, my that's my girl. I love her. Um, and like a bunch of so many other people, I can definitely see you being on so many people's radars right now. You've been popping up a lot and Twitter's a great place to do that. I love Mickey. I love Mickey. Uh, honestly, um, oh, sorry, I fangirled <laughs> a bit right now. Um, I, so when, when Mickey James replied to me, um, I was like, oh my God, like, so Empower mm-hmm. 2 needs to happen and we need to fly me out there because... I would love to have a match against Jamie. Oh, my God. Jamie Senegal. Love, love, love. It's amazing. Honestly, I, I watched Empower and I was mm-hmm. like, Empower myself. You know, women's wrestling sells. So many promotions have slept on women's wrestling. But Mickey James has definitely proved that we set out. You definitely do. And like Empower 2 is definitely going to happen. I'm almost certain of it. And I know she's looking to expand 
to the UK. So I work with her on like God TV and Godcast and stuff with all of that. So I know that she's looking to go to the UK maybe next year, you know, depending on this whole world. But definitely you versus Jamie Senegal is definitely a match I want to see. And I feel like a lot of other people want to see as well. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) And we're ready to watch you. It's just like crazy. And you talk about women's wrestling, which I think has made so many strides this year, especially over the summer. So I'm curious from your perspective as a woman in professional wrestling today, what are your thoughts on the current status of women's wrestling worldwide right now? I mean, it's, and I, I love I love the men, but I, I think we're, we're taking over, you know, mm-hmm. um, for a very long time, wrestling was a very male-dominated sport. Mm-hmm. But now you look at women in wrestling these modern days, um, I mean, I just to name some of my top female wrestlers of the world, they're just amazing. You know, you have Charlotte Flair, mm-hmm. um, you have Britt Baker, you have Jamie Hayter, you oh, have the... You know, you have Diona Perrazzo. Mm-hmm. I can't pronounce her name properly. <laughs> okay. Diona Perrazzo. Yes. Please don't kill me. I'm English. Um, you know, we have Mickey James. We have Camille Brickhouse. Like, mm-hmm. Women's wrestling is growing with so much talent that I, I think we're ready to take over the men. And I think that it's just, a, it's not a matter of when, it's a matter of now. And taking it to that next level and elevating it even more. I think, yeah, like you said, there's been a lot of great strides made this year, and we're taking over. Exactly, and and I hate to fangirl again, but I think um, women like Lisa Marie, mm-hmm. Mickey James, um, you know, without these girls, we mm-hmm. wouldn't. I don't think we'd be here. I I I think. These two women are literally like the forefront of women's wrestling. Agreed. And it's it's just so inspirational. So inspirational. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. When Lisa, when Lisa Marie followed me on Twitter, I I cried because I was a huge fan of Victoria. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A huge fan. And yeah, it's amazing it's absolutely amazing still trying to get a follow from mickey james i will do it at the end of this year this is my bucket list but yeah no these two women have carved and painted the way for women like me and the fact that they're very pro-trans as well um inspires me um you know as as an open transgender woman Mm -hmm. who is a professional wrestler it means that hey i am accepted into women's wrestling Mm -hmm. You definitely are, and you are breaking down so many barriers in Brit wrestling, and I know that that is something that you pride yourself on. I mean, you you even tweeted out when I was, you know, doing my digging, you wrote something that I think was super, super relevant, and we're here today to obviously promote that story in your own words, but you wrote, I have a story to tell and trans lives to inspire, and you've overcome so much from what I read, but in your own words, what is this story that you want people to take away specifically in regard to the lgbtqa community so um i'm my, my story is you know not only am i a transgender woman mm-hmm. but i am very open um i have autism yes and um, i'm on the i'm thankfully um i am on the mild spectrum um but i you know i wanted to 
show that, you know, I wanted to bring the trans representation that the US have over to the UK. And I wanted to I, I, I wanted to be the Nyla Rhodes of British wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to show people that, especially so many trans girls, that it's okay to wrestle. We don't have to live in this stigma that to be a transgender woman, you have to be like a model or, you know, an actress. And because mm-hmm. there's so much stigma be around being trans um, that you, you, you just follow your dreams, you know, um, and that being trans shouldn't stop us from succeeding in life in going after our goals in fact it should be the reason that we do that that we pursue a a big career that we want because there needs to be so much more trans representation than there is i mean we have a we have a lot but i i think it's time we need a lot more and in doing so you telling your story i feel like will and is inspiring a lot of other people to maybe tell their story and you mentioned somebody who was really pivotal in you coming forward with your story and you mentioned nyla rose who you also shared the out sports q100 top lgbtq wrestlers list with so not only did you share that honor with you but like you said nyla really helped inspire you to become a professional wrestler so i would honestly really love to hear more about your relationship with her and her influence on you so it was around the time AEW first came out, mm-hmm. um, and I saw Nyla Rose, and it's like, oh my god, she's great, you know, yeah. fell in love with her wrestling. And then a friend pointed out, and it's like, do you know she's trans? I was like, oh, sharp, <laughs> like, you know, she's absolutely beautiful. No, no, no. And then obviously I, I digged into her a lot more, um, and not, but I didn't fall in love with her just because she's trans. I fell in love with her because she's an amazing athlete, and. Um, and it, the fact that she was trans just made me fall in love even more um, and followed her so much to the point where she, I, I think if it wasn't for Nyla Rose being very open about who she is, I, I don't think I would be, you know. Um, so I have to thank a lot, a lot to that woman. And um, we're, we exchange messages a few times uh, mm-hmm. when she's not busy. Um, uh, we're on the verge of becoming friends. Um, I, I very hope so. Um, and she, she, it's so nice that I can come to her if I need advice about wrestling or, you know, transitioning. Um, you know, she she's there when she has the time. And I think there's something that means a lot to myself as a very young transgender woman. I now have someone that I can look up to um, and I can talk to. I also have, I don't know if you have heard of Mariah Marino. Yes. Yes. Uh, Me and her are very, very close. Um, So, yeah, Mariah and Nyla Rose, uh, they're my girls, you know, and I hope to meet them and try not to fangirl. (laughs) Make promises. Um, I'm still very new. Mm -hmm. Um, but these girls have helped me so much. And I think so. I, I want to take the time to say thank you to the both of them because they've inspired myself to do what they're doing, but over the seas. And if it wasn't for them, I don't think British wrestling will have the representation that it has now. 
it's so important to to have, especially going into like something new, whether it's professional wrestling or like a new career or anything really new, to have people that you can lean on, you know, and that can guide you, especially through your journey and all of that. So I'm so glad that you have been able to kind of form these bonds with them. And I really hope that you do get to meet them in person. They say to never meet your heroes, but honestly, like it's such a good feeling, especially when you have like such a connection and like inspiration from people like them. I mean, honestly, it's, you know, I've had dreams and, mm-hmm. I'm a, so, you know, not only am I a wrestler, but I, I'm also, I'm also a wrestling fan, so I do play, you know, WWE and stuff like this. And I remember making a match, my dream match, and it's me versus Nyla versus Mariah <clears throat> versus Can Candice, um, mm-hmm. Candy Lee versus Jamie Senegal. Um, and I wanted to call it Queen T, you know, the Battle of Queen T's, the Battle mm-hmm. of the Fasts. Um, so, like, having me and these girls... I think it would be great. It would be a really good draw. You know, you have trans women and it would probably be the first time that a lot of trans women have headlined a big show. I think so. And that that a fatal five way like that, I think, would draw so many new viewers in and open up a lot of eyes to your guys's talent and the importance of your representation. And plus, all of you are perfectly capable and amazing in the ring. So I want to see that, too. Somebody's got to book it. (laughs) Well, I mean, AEW knows where I am, I Mm -hmm. hope. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. AEW's got to do it. I mean, somebody's got to do it. But I mean... I'm not fussed. Uh, I mean, I've always grew up with WWE. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's always been my dream to go there. It would be... I'd be a fool to say no. But now we have so much more out there. Mm -hmm. And that... You know, I've come to the realization that as long as I'm wrestling, I don't mind where I go. Yeah, and especially growing up, I think a lot of us definitely were on that WWE train, but now things have evolved where um, it's not the be-all, end-all anymore. There's a lot of promotions out there now that are amazing in equally, like, I think, notable and have talented people and amazing minds running it. I, I you know, I, I, I agree. Um for me personally, I believe AEW and Impact Wrestling has one of the mm-hmm. best women's divisions. In, oh, in no one. doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a few women that I'd love to see make their their transition over to there, um, in from especially from over here, like Sky Smithston. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's great. Um, Nightshade, I'd love her to go. Uh, Giselle Shaw. Um, so. I believe that, you know, these companies are doing the right thing and they're not, and I don't mean to poop on any other promotion, but I love the idea where, um, okay, just because you wrestle here doesn't mean you can't wrestle here. And the fact that they use their Mm -hmm. talents on, on their, on the state, on their different promotions is amazing. I think that we all need to work together and this is what I like. Yeah, because, um, yeah, AEW and Impact, even though, like, they have signed talent, but you still have a lot of the women on their roster and, and the guys and everybody going from indie promotion to indie promotion and traveling. And it's a great thing. That's not something that WWE has really ever done. But you have Impact and AEW and a lot of other promotions still allowing that. So you never know when a crossover could happen. I mean, I do very, very <laughs> hope that WWE do 
do do this. Oh, I hope so um, too. Because there is a dream match that I have been waiting for, and it's Jade Cargill versus Charlotte Flair. Oh my God, yes. You know, uh, Camille Brickhouse versus Rhea Ripley. But there's so much, and I believe if WWE was to do this, there'd be so much money. And it's, it's, it's never pulled. Vince McMahon, do it. You're probably not listening. But, <laughs> you know, it needs to be done. I think WWE should be ready for that change. I would hope so. We are in the year of 2021 and, you know, barring travel restrictions, yada, yada. I think that those matches that you mentioned are two dream matches of a lot of people. And you say that not only you are a professional wrestler, but you are also a professional wrestling fan. So I'm curious, too, in that regard, is there any of your other fellow wrestlers or current storylines that you have been particularly enjoying currently? Oh, OK. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Um, okay. I'm very, I'm very attached to Charlotte Flair. Love her. Um, I think she, she, she's great on the mic. Mm-hmm. She's great in the ring. Um, and she knows how to work a crowd. Um, I mean, it's, so many people hate that she's always a champion, but to me, she's one of the best there is. Um, especially, especially as a heel. Oh, uh, for sure. I'm, I'm intrigued to see where charlotte flair's storyline is going to take her but i am loving this becky bianca and sasha banks storyline um so that's my storyline from wwe AEW. i'm loving where Britt baker's going mm-hmm. and i very hope so just because jamie hater is my girl i love her <laughs> i love jamie too I really hope jamie decides to turn on doc on Britt baker Ooh. And challenge for the AEW Women's Championship because <clears throat> Jamie Taylor is just amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she's she's absolutely incredible. Um, she was the very first indie professional wrestler that I looked up to. Same, actually. Like, well. Literally same because I found uh, indie wrestling through Pro Wrestling Eve, and ironically, it was her versus Britt Baker was the first indie match that I ever really watched. So literally same. I yeah, I, and it would make it would be so good to see Jamie just, and I'd love to see Jamie Hayter versus Jade Cargill. Absolutely. Um, it's a shame Karma has mm-hmm. retired because I would have loved to see Karma versus Nana Rose. But never say never in professional wrestling. There's been many times where people have been retired but have come out of retirement. Yeah. So it never say never. I mean, Trish Stratus, to be fair, has retired like four times. So that is so true. So, Mama, <laughs> darling girl, let's get you and Anna together. Like, honestly, um, I'm, I'm keep it professional, Amber. Stop being a fan girl. Um, but no. So, and I'm loving the. Uh, Mickey James storyline and impact. Oh, I am in love with Mickey versus Deanna. That's a personal dream match of mine, but agreed completely. <laughs> um, I've been. I have to watch it on YouTube. Unfortunately, I don't get Impact Wrestling mm-hmm. over here, but I watch it on YouTube, and I I always catch up. Mm-hmm. And this, who knows? But I think Mickey's gonna take the title. I don't know. It's such hard thing like my heart my heart wants mickey james to win but my head is like diana's been on such a roll so i don't know it's i i agree 
I very agree. My but, heart. But it's going to be amazing <laughs> regardless. Um, I can't wait for it, to be, if I'm very honest. And I can't wait to maybe one day join these women. Mm-hmm. You never know in professional wrestling. Now, within the UK scope, though, I know you've mentioned some people who you love working with, but if you could form your own stable with any three other competitors from the UK, who would you choose and why? Okay. (laughs) It's very easy, very quick. Okay. Guys, Mitston and Nightshade. Now, do you have a team name in mind? You seem like you've thought about this. Uh, I'd love to call ourselves the um ascension um it's because the i'm it's mainly because i think the look of all three of us would look absolutely incredible together mm-hmm. but these are the two girls in british wrestling that i'm the closest to and even though i'm beating nightshade <laughs> um She'll no. get over it. She, you she'll guys can it. still be, you gals can still be friends. You, um, you she'll get over it. <laughs> no, so I, I, I hope she wins this match. Um, you know, but um, I do. She's the biggest threat in the match. Uh, but I'm the underdog, so a lot of people don't know what I'm capable of. I think, which is a threat itself. It definitely uh, is, because there's that unpredictability factor. Yes. Yes. Definitely. But no, these girls, I think, would just look amazing walking out to a ring. Kind of, I kind of have the um, like a DX vibe, or even like an like the a, a female shield. Ooh, yeah. Well, I mean, you all three of you typically wear like the black gear and are like more darker centered with like your gimmicks and stuff. So I can see that. Um. So some somebody make it happen. Somebody's got to book it. Yeah, so uh, I I was booked to go against Sky um this month, but that mm-hmm. fell through. I, I was the, the promoter was a bit unprofessional. Oh, okay. I understand that. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I'm, I I apologize to Sky so much. I was like, I was so looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe a triple threat match one day, all three of us, me, Nightshade, and Sky. But then you have to make up so you can be an iconic stable. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we'll be taking Brit Rest to Storm. Oh. In fact, we'll be taking the whole of professional wrestling. Oh, for sure. Got to take over the UK and then take on the world. And that's what I'm planning to do by myself at the moment is, you know, I, I want to... I want to create a legacy um, that people can look up to and be like, this girl had nothing. You know, um, I came, I come from a council home. Uh, Parents didn't have much money and I came from nothing. And I want to make something of myself and I want to inspire people. And it comes to the quote that I like to say, making history, changing lives. I like that. It's making making history, making history and changing lives. And I think you are doing that for a lot of people, because like you said, 
there isn't a lot of trans representation specifically in the UK. And you're really breaking down a lot of barriers and glass ceilings. And hopefully, actually, I have no doubt that you'll one day take that worldwide. So I think you're getting your bearings starting out very strongly. And I honestly believe that you're going to take over the world. Thank you so much. That that means the world to me. Um, I wasn't always supported in my decision mm-hmm. to do wrestling, but if I didn't listen to them, I wouldn't be the woman I am now. That is true. And like, just like as in life, like there's going to be so many naysayers and haters and people that just don't understand or don't, you know, but it's about persevering and pushing through. And you've definitely done that. And that, that itself is super inspiring. Oh, try not to cry. I'm, I'm very, <laughs> <laughs> you know, taking hormones as a trans woman, you'll get very hormonal. Um, but no, that means a lot. It, it means a lot. And, um, and to finish off, I, I just want to say that my success isn't just my success. It's the success of every trans girl, every trans man out there. Um, you know, what I accomplish is their accomplishments too. And that's a message that I want to leave to them. It, like you said, you have a story to tell and trans lives to inspire, as you said in your tweet. And I think that is still standing still. You know, you're just getting started in professional wrestling, but upward and onward, as they say. Upward and onward. And who knows, maybe some trans girls step up and be like, I would mm-hmm. like to wrestle and take and I can pass the torch to them when I'm off mm-hmm. on my journey. And if you're ever here in the States, let me know. hundred percent, a hundred percent. Wrestling for impacts on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. So I might just nag at them. Fingers crossed. But before I let you go, Amber, can you please tell the listeners where they can find you on all your social medias? Of course. You can find me on Twitter at dambajoe underscore pro the same is with instagram um i'm slowly getting back into twitch which is just a Amber joe um and on facebook under the notorious angel and i would also like to say that my messages are always open for anyone that that needs to vent or needs to feel the need to come out to someone and i'm open to it you know, my messages are always open to fans, always open to friends, and I'm always going to be there. Thank you so much for joining me today, Amber Joe. It's been an absolute pleasure. The pleasure is all mine, and thank you so much for having me. Of course, it's been a we'll huge have, honor having you. We'll have to do this again when I become a Mortal Wrestling champion. <laughs> oh, of course. I mean, mark it down. You said November 20th? Yeah. Yep, November 20th, Immortal Champion. It's going to be history-making. Just making the debut history-making. True. You know, win or lose, at least I've shown trans representation. And I've shown that trans girls can kick some ass. And you get to be in there with one of your good friends. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And I couldn't... So thank you so much for having me. I want to say that I love what you do and to keep doing it. Thank you so much. I appreciate that so much.